Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. To the Daily Hammer, your daily news source when it comes to the Atlanta Braves as part of the Talking Chop Podcast Network. My name is Sean Coleman. Hope wherever you are and wherever you are listening, you are having a terrific start to your Tuesday. Also, hope that you had a great long Labor Day weekend. College football is back. It's one of the rare times in the calendar year where we all have multiple sports to enjoy. The stretch run of baseball, where Atlanta certainly still has the potential to make this a special season, and hope for whoever you cheer for when it comes to college football, their season got to off to a successful start as well. Of course, you can find the Daily Hammer, as well as the Talking Chop podcast and the Road to Atlanta podcast, each of which have a new episode out at, the, at TalkingChop.com, as well as across all forms of social media, at Talking Chop. My name is Sean Coleman. You can find me at StatsSAC on Twitter. When it comes to the Braves, here's the latest from Atlanta. So obviously the Braves finished a seven-game road trip last week by getting a series split against the Colorado Rockies. Two and five overall on the road trip. Probably a bit underwhelming when you consider who they were playing against in Colorado. But when you also consider that the, that the Colorado Rockies may be the best home team in the National League, that certainly is at the very least acceptable for them to get a series split. But the Braves overall 4-8 and eight over their past 12 games coming into yesterday's off day. Yes, it was a rare Labor Day off day, but a much needed one for a team that probably needed some rest after it has struggled over the past few weeks, though understandably versus the level of competition that they had faced. But the thing about off days when it comes to the Braves under Alex Anthopoulos is that some off days can be a bit more exciting than others, and that trend has certainly picked up in recent weeks. Yesterday, just as they had done with Travis Darno a few weeks ago, the Braves agreed to an extension with pitcher Charlie Morton, who just on Sunday, once again in a needed spot, stepped up as the Braves stopper, getting a big victory in Colorado, being dominant at times, just showing the consistency he has shown all season to put the Braves in a great position to win each and every time he's on the mound. The Braves agreed to a one-year, $20 million extension with Charlie Morton for the 2022 season. The deal also includes a one-year, $20 million club option for the 2023 season without a buyout. And it is a big deal for both the Braves and Morton. When, it, when Morton had finished his time in Tampa Bay after the 2020 season, he made it clear he either wanted to stay in Tampa or come to the Braves. The Braves quickly were able to strike a deal with 
with Morton. One year, $15 million this season, and he absolutely has been worth every penny. It's not just that Morton has consistently put the Braves in a position to win. It's the fact that Morton's production has certainly been rare in terms of the Braves franchise, but also in terms of pitchers Morton's age doing what he's doing. In the wild card era since 1995, Charlie Morton is now only the seventh Braves pitcher, and this is the 11th time it's happened overall in a single season. Since 1995, it only 11 times have a Braves pitcher had 13 or more wins and 185 or more strikeouts in the same season. With how much Atlanta is respected for its pitching, it's kind of surprising that a Braves pitcher has had that type of season only 11 times since 1995, and it's especially been rare in the past decade plus. But that's how well Morton has produced this season in Atlanta. And the even more impressive thing is that at his age, it's been very rare for a pitcher to have the type of season that Morton is having. Here are the names of pitchers since 1995 who at the age of 37 or older have had 13 or more wins and 185 or more strikeouts in a single season. Kevin Brown, Roger Clemens, R.A. Dickey, Chuck Finley, Randy Johnson, Kurt Schilling, and John Smoltz. That's a pretty awesome list of names to be a part of, and that's how special Charlie Morton has been this season. Yes, there is a bit of concern going into his age 38 season. Could he fall off? Sure, but with how well Morton and how durable he has been late in his career due to some changes that occurred in the middle part of this decade in Houston and Tampa, you certainly have to feel confident he'll be able to continue this production through next year. And that's the other big thing that stands out about this deal. Now, with both Darno and Morton in the fold for the foreseeable future, the Braves have a great duo in terms of their starting rotation and catching situation. They have a wonderful duo to base their battery off of over the next year plus. With a young, with two young backstops and William Contreras and Shea Langoliers that eventually one of them will become the backstop of the future, the Braves now can give them nothing but time to develop because the Braves can rely on Travis Darno behind the plate. And now with Charlie Morton in the fold and the fact that he has emerged as a co-ace with Max Freed, the Braves, yes, they have their rotation in place next year, but that's relying on a lot of youth. And though that youth is certainly produced, it's great to have another consistent and reliable source in the rotation with Freed, at least through next year in Morton. And the other really encouraging sign is this, is that if the Braves can commit what they committed to Darno, as well as now what they can commit to Charlie Morton, you have to feel confident they're going to be able to keep Freddie Freeman in the fold long term. And then with Freeman, Morton, and Darno, you have a trio of veterans who certainly are a great source of support for all the plethora of young talent that the Braves are going to have in place over the next few years. And it's also going to be great to see just how complete this team is to have another World Series run. Kudos to both Brad Rowland and Scott Coleman on the Talking Chop podcast for calling it. It's great to see the Braves invest in the success that Charlie Morton has been, and hopefully that will success will continue beyond this year into, 20, into 2022 and hopefully 2023 as well. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. 
But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. extension is certainly exciting from yesterday's off day. Obviously, the focus returns to Atlanta and to the Diamond with the Braves back at Truist Park for a critical nine-game homestand. The Braves have had a tough stretch of it over the past two weeks, but that was expected with the fact that they faced the Yankees, the Giants, the Dodgers, and the Rockies at home. Well, this time around, the Braves, the schedule gets a bit easier like it was for much of the middle part of August. Well, now the Braves face a similar stretch in the middle part of September with the Nationals, the Marlins, and then the Rockies all arriving in Atlanta to face the Braves. And the other thing about it is, is that as the Braves have struggled going 4-8, and eight, the Philadelphia Phillies have certainly picked up their production. Entering today, the Phillies are one and a half games behind the Braves in the NL East after a big victory for Philadelphia over the Milwaukee Brewers yesterday. The New York Mets did lose, so they are now four games back of Atlanta in the NL East. So obviously Philadelphia has certainly made it interesting as far as the top of the NL East division, but furthermore, now with how well Atlanta has played over the past month and a half, and Philadelphia has played as of recent, both teams are also certainly in the wild card conversation, depending on how the NL East pans out. So plenty of excitement still left. But for the Braves, they certainly have the control of their own destiny. A very manageable schedule over this home stand. They know that they can perform well against this level of teams with how dominant they were at times in August. It really, really would do the Braves well to have another really good home stand. Seven or eight wins over the next nine games to hopefully create some space for Atlanta before it heads back out west later on this month. Well, the thing about it is this, is that it all starts again with the pitching. And with the Braves, you do have a bit of certainty. You have to feel confident in each of these games coming up this week against the Nationals. But there's also a little bit of news that we're waiting to hear as far as who will pitch tomorrow night. Tonight, we know that Max Fried will be on the mound. Tomorrow night, it's going to be interesting to see who takes the mound. Drew Smiley obviously struggled in his last start. Tuki Tassant also struggled in his last start. We've also seen both of those pitchers recently used out of the bullpen for the Braves. So who gets that start will be very interesting to see. And then, of course, Waskar Yanoa on Thursday. Obviously, you have to feel confident with each of those pitching matchups against the Nationals. The other thing for the Braves is hopefully getting everybody in their lineup going once again after a needed rest day. 
Obviously, Jorge Soler, as well as Adam Duvall, had great production on the road trip. Austin Riley, once again, was outstanding. It was great to see Ozzy Albies come back and be as impressive as he was after his injury scare in L.A., but hopefully the off day really did help out players such as Freddie Freeman and Dansby Swanson get back on track. If the Braves can have their offense be consistent, they certainly can have a very successful homestand and hopefully create a needed cushion between them and the Phillies before they take that trip out west later this month. My name's Sean Coleman. It's been a pleasure to be with you once again here on the Daily Hammer. You can find myself at StatsSAC on Twitter. You can find the Daily Hammer as well as the Road to Atlanta podcast and the Talking Chop podcast itself all at Talking Chop and across all forms of social media and at TalkingChop.com. Until tomorrow, hope you have a great day. Go Braves, and we'll talk to you again soon here on the Daily Hammer.